I got to the point where I couldn't walk and I was using a wheelchair to get around. And all these doctors are saying, you're fine. You're fine. No, nothing's wrong. Oh, it's all stress. It's in your head. You're making this up. I shit you not. We need to talk about a dirty little secret in the healthcare industry that's not getting the attention it deserves. Women especially are continuously being gaslighted about their physical and mental health. And it's becoming an absolute nightmare. Could be an autoimmune disease that's simply attributed to anxiety or depression. Or an ovarian cyst that's just chalked up to normal period pain. I want to give you a little insight into why gaslighting still occurs, and most importantly, what you can do to protect yourself from the harmful effects. Welcome to the Awaken Mom Life podcast. My name is Christina Bentel. I teach moms how to use mindfulness to live happier, healthier, and more balanced lives. We're going to talk about anything and everything that impacts your mental health so you can up-level your life, relationships, spirituality, and your career. Nothing is off the table. My goal here is to help you see your infinite potential and authentic truth so you can have more good days. Welcome to the show. I wanted to talk about medical gaslighting and this came up recently for me because I post on TikTok a lot about my medical conditions and recently I had a troll on one of my videos. And to be honest with you, it was very triggering. And it was a video when I was talking about a neurological condition that I have. And to be frank with you, I'm still not quite ready to talk about my neurological condition into specific details, but I just kind of leave it at that neurological condition. And this person, quote unquote, wanted to call me out and tell me I need to do more research on my condition. Now, mind you, I am in the care of Cleveland Clinic, one of the top hospitals in our country and being treated by the top doctor basically in this condition. And for someone to do that, a total stranger, first, it just, it set me off. I had to take a step back and really think about it and think about why it was setting me off. But then it got me thinking, a total stranger is trying to medically gaslight me on the internet. Medical gaslighting, in case you're not aware, is when your concerns about your health are being dismissed. They're not being heard. They're being minimized. And when I talk about medical gaslighting, it, it's not just the medical community. It can be family. It can be friends and total strangers. I unfortunately have a lot of experience with this. I have a long list of chronic issues, chronic pain. I remember one of the first experiences that I had with medical gaslighting and a doctor being clearly dismissive with me happened. I may be mid-20s and this doctor I had been going to since I was a kid. He knew my history. He knew me. I never was fully comfortable with him. I didn't know any better in the sense of I didn't know that I could find a new doctor. This is the doctor I've gone to forever. As my health conditions got progressively worse, it felt like he was giving up on me. Like, I, I don't know what to do. It's kind of what it felt like. But it all came to a head when I walked into his office one day and I had severe back pain. And I inquired about pain management. And at the time, I didn't know what pain management was. I saw a flyer in the lobby. And I'm like, oh, this is me. Like, this is speaking to me. I got, yeah, I could use that. That sounds great. And I asked him about it. And the words out of his mouth, I will never, ever forget. He said, you're too young for that. And in that moment, <laughs> I was I was angry. I was angry because I'm thinking I'm, I'm too young to get help. And that was the last time I saw him. I After that, it was kind of that point when I decided it was ready. To, I was ready to move on. Frankly, I wish I had moved on sooner. He was an older gentleman, very traditional, wasn't willing to help me. So as I started to see more doctors about the conditions and the things that I was experiencing, I started to kind of get a feel for the different types of doctors that are in the community. And just like everything else, you're going to have the range from 
completely empathetic, compassionate, and caring, and they want to help them do everything that they can to the complete opposite end where you're literally just a check mark and you need to get in and out as quick as possible. And unfortunately with the medical community, most of them are on that end because and when I say that end, I'm saying like most of them, they just don't have the time. They're overwhelmed, they're overbooked, they're stressed to the max. They're human beings to be frank. They're not perfect. So what's happening is they're treating their patients in a way that they just want you in and out. So if you don't check the boxes on their list, they usually won't tell you that they don't know what's wrong with you. They become very dismissive. So I wanna tell you about experience of getting the diagnosis for my neurological condition. Even from the start, it was an absolute nightmare. So one of the first things that started happening to me was non-epileptic seizures, where I would essentially just pass out and there was no reason why. At first I thought I was going to anaphylaxis shock. Somebody would be giving me epinephrine to get me to wake up because we thought I was going into anaphylaxis. They didn't know. So doctor after doctor after doctor, they're like, oh, your tests are fine. Oh, your tests are fine. All the tests are fine. Oh, clearly you're okay. Mind you at this time, beyond me just having that non-epileptic seizures, my leg were swelling, was having severe pain and the numbness in my extremities. I got to the point where I couldn't walk and I was using a wheelchair to get around. And all these doctors are saying, you're fine, you're fine, nothing's wrong. Oh, it's all stress, it's in your head, you're making this up. I shit you not. And I'm thinking to myself, I've been on a healing journey for a long time. I am highly self-aware, I'm very, very, very self-aware. In those moments, I was paying attention to what was happening in my body and I'm like, I'm sure as hell not pretending you're making this shit up, it's not the case here. Which reminds me of a funny incident where one of the doctors that was very dismissive, he looks at me and he says, wow, you look awfully calm considering how serious this looks. And he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. You're telling me you think this is related to anxiety when I'm clearly showing you that I know how to self-regulate. I'm not anxious and you can see the symptoms. And this was the cycle that I went through for a long time of just feeling like doctors were not listening to the words that were coming out of my mouth. I'm going to take a moment to share that this podcast is being sponsored by the Awakened Mom Life Accelerated Results Masterclass. Have you been feeling more overwhelmed lately? Are you having emotional outbursts and feel alone in your struggles? If you're ready to make some shifts in your life to be happier and healthier, this is your year. Our next masterclass launches soon. You can visit awakenmomlife.com forward slash academy to get more details on taking the next steps. Awaken Mom Life is a hub for mom's mental health. You'll find resources, education, and community to support you. I hope to see you there. I went to see our neurosurgeon and I did the MRIs and I remember him looking at my chart and saying, oh, well, I mean, you've got some herniated discs that shouldn't be that bad. And just how dismissive he was of the fact that I have back problems from herniated discs and he's like, ah, it's not that bad. But I'll cut into you. Like, I'll do the surgery. If you want me to do the surgery, we can do it. And the fact that he was just so casual about the fact of cutting my neck open to see, quote unquote, see if it might work, was so frustrating. I am so very fortunate that I found a neurologist locally who had recommended to me, she said, I think that you need to go to the Cleveland Clinic. They have a very great neurological restoration program up there. They're far more advanced. And this condition, it's incredibly rare. I've, I've only seen it a handful of times, but I think this is what it is. You, you should probably go get a second opinion before you do something irreversible as a neurosurgeon cutting into your neck. And at that point I was desperate. I was absolutely desperate because I was losing my independence. I couldn't shower by myself. I couldn't get food by myself. Like I was pretty much bedridden. But I went to Cleveland Clinic 
I'll never forget the experience with the doctor. Um, Amazing. She validated me for the first time in a year of this happening. And it was one of the best experiences that I had with the doctor. And it really hit home for me. The fact that doctors don't have all the answers. And unfortunately, sometimes they want to pretend like they do. And that's when medical gaslighting starts to happen. They become dismissive because they don't want to admit they don't have the answers. Here's the thing. One of the things that I've learned. I want to preface all of this. This is not disparaging to the medical community at all. I love doctors, nurses, everybody that's pouring their heart and soul to helping other people. Yet they are human beings. They're flawed. They're not perfect. So the type of person that goes into the medical industry, I'm not saying always, like this is not an absolute always, but I actually had an ER doctor tell me this and it really opened my mind up to like, wow, okay. So the people that go into the the medical field, they're the logical people. They like checklists they're black and white. That's why they're drawn to the medical community. Think about it. The people that are creative, they go into different fields to be get creative and to think outside of the box and to find answers that aren't right in front of them. Now think about how this applies to people that have rare conditions that are not as black and white as you can put them under an MRI and see what's wrong. So what happens? These people are dismissed as they're, they're fine. But in all actuality, I think it's because a lot of people that go into the medical field, they're, they're, they're not thinking in a way where they're trying to explore and really figure out what's wrong. It kind of reminds me of Dr. House, like, right? Most of doctors and people that work in the medical community are not like Dr. House because they want a clear cut answer. And unfortunately, our environment that we live in, the chemicals, the poison, the technology that is creating different problems for human beings, we are seeing more and more medical gaslighting because the medical community doesn't know how to help. And unfortunately, it's becoming a bigger and bigger problem. I actually just got off the phone a little bit ago with my neurologist and had a wonderful conversation with her because she is such an amazing patient advocate. And we just had the best conversation because I told her, I said, I, I want to start talking about this because especially with my experience in getting my diagnosis, how can I help advocate? And, you know, we talked about how I might be able to help future patients that come under her care. I can, I, I want to send her a video of my experience and letting them know they're, they're not alone and they're not crazy and things can be okay because she sees it all too often. People get to her and they've had just a terrible, terrible experience because the medical community is treating patients that they don't understand. They're just brushing them aside. And it's it's so very unfortunate. And here's the thing, it happens to women more often than men. And one of the biggest reasons I hope that if you get anything out of this podcast today is you have to advocate for your own health. When I first started, um, I struggled to feel like I knew my body and I knew what was happening because so often what happens is there's this thing I've, I've heard it called white coat syndrome and, and I googled that and the definition isn't exactly what I was thinking but let me explain this to you of what I interpret white coat syndrome. It happens when someone enters the room and they have more experience or education or authority and we look up to them and we think that they know better than we do because of their status. But here's the thing, doctors, nurses, whatever, are human beings. Yet, most of us, we put doctors on a pedestal and expect them to know everything. We expect them to have the answers. And when they don't, and they dismiss us, we believe them instead of 
advocating for ourselves, listening to our bodies. There was a time period when I was going to quit because I'm like, oh, clearly they're smart and they don't know what's going on with me. Maybe this is in my head. And by the way, when people tell you in its head, well, fuck yes, it's in your head because your brain is in charge of your body. So yeah. And now I laugh about that because I used to have my, I had a sibling who would tell me, oh, it's all in your head. And I would get so upset, just so, so, so upset because I'm like, do you think I want to be like this? Because I don't. There's a long story behind that, but you have to advocate for yourself. Listen to your body. I think when it comes to medical gaslighting, what is happening is we are putting too much trust into the system and the system's not perfect. It is not perfect. So listen to your body, listen to your needs. And one thing that I want to mention is because I feel like the most common medical gaslighting is it's anxiety, it's stress. And here's the thing. Yes, maybe it is. But the problem with Western medicine is that we are focusing on the symptoms. If the symptoms, so what's the core? What's causing the anxiety? What's causing the stress? What is the underlying factor? For me, it was trauma and I hadn't realized it. So this isn't about giving me pills to fix the anxiety and the stress. Let's let's talk about how do we fix the root of the problem, which is my body is out of balance and out of whack from years of dysregulation. I think that is an oversimplified answer. It's stress, it's anxiety, and it's doing a disservice to the people that need help. And that is women. Let's face it, women, mothers, we take on the world. And in our society, we are the most underserved and underrepresented. And that is absolute bullshit. So to me, this is a symptom of a patriarchal society, which women are pushed under the rug and we, they want us to keep quiet. That's a big reason why I'm doing this podcast because I, I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm becoming a voice for that change. And I, I hope that this reaches you when you need it and that you will continue advocating for your health and if you know something is wrong, do not give up. Don't give up on your health. And if someone tries to be dismissive of you, walk the other way. Have grace with them. They're human beings. Have grace with yourself to know that you know your body. That's all I have for today. I really hope that this message reaches the right woman at the right time because I know that there was a time in my life even just a couple of years ago even probably a year ago when this message would have meant the world to me drop in the comments send me a message let me know how I can support you and let me know if this message has resonated with you I'm sending you so much love thank you so much for tuning in today If you've learned something from today's episode, I'd love if you could leave a review. This helps me know what resonates the most and it helps other moms just like you find this podcast. Do you want more resources to help you on your growth journey? Check out awakenmomlife.com forward slash freebies. We have an entire resource library of free, yes, free resources. You can also get more inspiration over on Instagram and TikTok. Just search for Awaken Mom Life. Until next time, I'm sending you healing, love, and light. Can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Namaste.